Welcome to Shear Jashub, brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut, and featuring the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing with the in-depth Through the Bible series entitled Heavenly Authority. So let's join my husband, Pastor Greg, as he begins the Sunday Sermon. We continue this morning in 1 Samuel in the series of studies on heavenly authority. We've studied Saul, we've looked at David, and if you wanted to put a title to a chapter of what we will study the next few times, you might entitle it, Touch Not My Anointed. We have seen a dramatic change in Saul. Last time we saw how in 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 6, after Jonathan pleads for David with Saul, Saul heeded the voice of Jonathan and Saul swore, as the Lord, as Yahweh lives, he, David, shall not be killed. And he swears by the holy name of God, by Yahweh's name. And then in verse 9, it says, Now the distressing spirit from the Lord came upon Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand, and David was playing music with his hand. Then Saul sought to pin David to the wall with the spear. But he slipped away. David slipped away from Saul's presence, and Saul drove the spear into the wall. So David fled and escaped that night. And he breaks his word, he breaks his oath that he takes in the name of Yahweh. And you have David's wife, Michael's uh, ingenuity in saving David and making it appear that he was sick and then David has already fled. Uh, as she saves her husband's life as David flees to Samuel at Ramah. As we continue on with this section, I would like us to consider a verse from David's Thanksgiving Psalm, which we have in two places. We have it in 1 Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 22. And we also have it in Psalm 105 verse 15, a psalm that's very similar to the Thanksgiving Psalm in 1 Chronicles. Actually, I'll start back a couple of verses of 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 20. David sings, When they went from one nation to another, and from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no man to do them wrong. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. Do not touch my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. And that is a principle when we speak about heavenly authority that we will see over and over. Here, in 1 Samuel, David has been anointed by God's direction to Samuel to be king. We read about that in 1 Samuel chapter 16, where Samuel anoints David to be king. But Saul is still around. 
Saul is still around, and he's jealous of David. And Saul also was once anointed by God. We remember the tall, handsome young man who was searching for his father's donkeys, seeking them and coming across Samuel, and Samuel taking him to share the special feast. And the next day, Samuel takes Saul, remember, and he pours the oil over Saul's head, saying, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? We remember the signs that Samuel prophesied that Saul would see, including the group of prophets that would come down from the high place, playing the instruments and prophesying, and how when this group came down to meet him, the Spirit of God would come upon him, and exactly as he was told when Saul came across the prophets coming and playing and prophesying, we read how he too prophesied, how it happened that all who knew him formerly saw that he indeed prophesied among the prophets. And they said to one another, what is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? That was in 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 11. We saw Saul proclaimed king at Mizpah, and then the tremendous victory over the Ammonites, saving the people of Jabesh-Gilead, as the Spirit of God came upon Saul, and his anger was greatly aroused. And then we saw the coronation at Gilgal. Saul was indeed also anointed by God. And in these sections that follow, we would like to make a distinction between Saul's reaction to God's anointing on David and David's life and David's reaction to Saul who has been anointed by God. And they react in opposite ways. Remember when we speak about the anointing, we are talking about the flowing of the Holy Spirit in a very special way over an individual, over that individual's life. Even as symbolized by that oil that Samuel put on Saul, that Samuel put on the head of David, as the oil flows down and runs down the head, it's a symbol of the anointing of the Holy Spirit flowing over the person, coming upon the person's life. And so, a reaction to the one anointed, a reaction to the anointing can indicate a reaction to God himself and a reaction to God's supernatural work in the world. Now Saul has seen David. Saul has seen the anointing in his life in the instance of Goliath, in the slaying of the Philistines. And unlike Jonathan, his reaction to the anointing is murderous jealousy. David is different. Do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. We should ask ourselves, what is our reaction? What is your reaction to God's work? Do we value the work of the Lord in the world 
and his anointed vessels, his anointed ministries, his anointed ministers, when they go forth in the power of God and speak the word of God, is that valuable to us? Now, people put a lot of value and worth on earthly things. How valuable is it to us, the going forth of the word, the anointing by the Holy Spirit, that God calls and chooses, and that there are those that go out in a public way, in a leadership way, like David, like Saul. How valuable is that anointing? Are his servants called to speak his word and wage the battle, wage the spiritual battle against the Philistines? Are they precious? Or do we just accept it and pay no attention to it or maybe even fight against it? The Bible tells us, touch not my anointed ones, and do my prophets no harm. In our country, many times the most ridiculed people in the media, in movies, on television programs, are ministers, religious people. Those who seek to bring forth the good news of Jesus Christ are made fun at. We spoke about one country that has made it illegal for evangelism for ministers to get up and try to convert people to Jesus Christ. We know it's against the law in many nations to speak the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to convert people to the gospel of Jesus. And with that, there's a penalty. Because God says, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. It will not go unpunished. And we want to make sure that we're very careful to appreciate and pray for God's special anointing because what it means is that God is working in this world. God is working among men and perhaps there might be a special anointing God has for us in his work to do. And certainly we should value those. Remember the, the parable of the talents we read last week? The one who had won and just buried it. And he said you should have invested it with the bankers. At the very least, we need to appreciate those that are out there on the battle lines, waging the war to bring forth the Lord's way into this world. Saul's response to the anointing on David is murderous jealousy. And how dangerous jealousy and envy. We spoke about that. Let's pick up in 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 19. Now it was told Saul, saying, Take note, David is at Naoth in Ramah. Then Saul sent messengers, that word there is messengers or deputies, these are army people, to take David. And when they saw the group of prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing as leader over them, the Spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. So just like he sent messengers to take David at Michael's house, now he sends messengers to take deputies to take David at Ramah, where Samuel is. And you have to ask yourself, what is Saul thinking? He knows Samuel is God's prophet. And they go there. And as they go there, there's a school of prophets that's with Samuel. Samuel's at the leadership over them, and they're prophesying. 
And the Spirit of God comes upon these deputies, these men of Saul, and they also prophesy, and so they can't take David. They're there prophesying. They're there being transformed from capturers of God's chosen to prophets and preachers, transformed by the Spirit of God. And you notice the overflowing nature of the presence of the Holy Spirit, how it originates with men of faith, Samuel and the prophets, but how in a meeting it could be upon those people and then he, the Holy Spirit, and his presence could overflow and knock down these men who are there to take David to bring him back to be killed. And that can happen in worship services today. You could have a handful that believe and are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of God comes in in power. And then that presence overflows to those also in the congregation, in the assembly, who may not have been in that same place as the originators. The multiplying effect, giving everyone a chance to turn and repent, to taste of the Spirit of God, to know the reality of the kingdom of God. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. You can always write to us at Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. And may our Lord Jesus bless you as you seek and serve Him.